0: They're
1: And welcome to episode 14 of the Crash Rabbit Pod, the podcast dedicated to exploring the magical world of Tokyo Joshi. I'm your host, Robbie, and I am joined as ever by my co host, Ty.
0: Yes, hello.
1: <laughs> Ty, how are you?
0: I'm doing great today, Robbie.
1: Cool. We have a couple of shows to go over, as well as uh, a couple of Vatch JPW matches. Uh, of course, we are Heading towards Cyberbyte Festival 2021, uh, that's happening on June 6. Before we get into uh, the show or the two shows on the 22nd, let's go over some that's JPW. Of course, they happened at the Ice Ribbon Dojo. Start off with that's JPW number 12 singles match between. Maki Ito versus Mahiro Kiryu with Maki defeating Mahiro with the Ito Deluxe in 8 minutes and 32 seconds. Beginning promos in English, Mahiro says that their match is going to have a lot of attention and that is it is all the more reason to win. Maki says, Mahiro is passion blue, but Maki's passion is breaking backs. So, so <laughs> she will kick her ass, then goes off saying, let's fucking go. I-, I love Maki Ito. She's great. <laughs> um, not a bad match here. It's not too much to say. Uh, Kind of liked how uh, the pace quickened after the five-minute mark. Uh, good amounts of personality from uh, Maki throughout Uh, with a lot of counters between the two of them, especially when it came to the uh, Boston Crab. I-, I really liked Maki kind of like... <laughs> shoving her middle finger in in, uh, Mahiro's face uh, uh, before applying it. Yep, fine, Baki is entertaining as always, and I'm glad Mahiro actually got a good amount of offense in as well. Ty, do you have uh, similar thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, well, it felt like Mahiro was more equal to Maki in this match. Like, there were some moments where she had control, and then Maki got control in the end, so... I felt a lot more balanced, but I also enjoyed the the commentary on this match.
1: Yes, Very I love nice the. Commentary. I love the. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, loved how Chris, of course, take, took a, or supported uh Maki while, you know, Aki was more showing support towards Ma Yeah. Very curious Just to see um, taking sides. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. No. No middle person to. <laughs> Be sort of the peacemaker. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I do wonder, because uh, Mahiro mentioned, like, the, this match is going to get a lot of attention. Makes me wonder if Maki Ito being on the, uh, on the show will actually draw in more Western fans. That'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, See? So, yeah. Uh, I gave it a two and a quarter.
0: I gave it match. two and a half out of five.
1: All righty. Moving on to that J.P.W. 13 singles match between Hikari-Noah versus Haruna Neko. With Hikari defeating Neko with the Blizzard Suplex in 8 minutes and 26 seconds. Being at the promos, uh, Neko calls Hikari cool and cute, but she shall win. <laughs> this is <laughs> when Hikari comes, and this is another match where, uh, Neko, with Neko uh, where her opponent is more of a dog person. R.I.P. Neko. Oh. Um, Hikari says uh, she will possibly put uh, Yakatori skewers through Neko's head. Oh. And <laughs> I really like I really like I really like this uh, line from Chris. He says that Neko, or he's excited to watch a cat become a porcupine. Th- that's great. Yeah. This match was so goofy. <laughs> uh, Neko, um she first gets out of the ring, sort of kind of avoids um, Hikari from grabbing onto her. Neko, she actually uses Suzume and Erasu as sort of like a shield as Hikari just kicks them. And then you just see Hikari uh, kicking pretty much every, everyone on the outside and just throwing them in the ring. No one is safe from the deathmatch queen, <laughs> TJPW. Um Neko and Hikari, they threw everyone into each other in, in the corner. I thought this was a fun little match between these two. Uh, beginning shenanigans with everyone on the outside was entertaining. And uh, yes. both put on a pretty competitive match here. And I will say, I really liked the finish to this match where Neko was rolling towards Hikari to go for that Neko Nut Crusher, but Hikari just thrust kicks her and then hits the blizzard. Good stuff. They have this two and a half.
0: I gave this two and three quarters.
1: Alrighty, and those are the uh, Batch JPW matches that happened between last podcast episode and this one. We are going to move on to two shows that happened on the same day, May 22nd this year. They are called Tokyo OG Basement Monstar Urgent Announcement. You Can't Meet the Prince and the Castle according to Cage Match. What a very interesting title. Yeah. Um, as, as the event uh, implies, uh, TJPW are back in Tokyo OG Basement, Monstar. Uh, very familiar uh, venue with TJP, having held shows uh, there for years. A um, couple of opening notes. Again, this show, n- uh, nor the um, show at night actually had Yuki Arai on the card, which was pretty odd. I, I'm very curious on kind of her situation. Maybe she still has some sort of commitment to her idol group, who knows. Um, but she is confirmed for a Cyber Fight Festival. So we will definitely see her uh, in the future. Of course, Translations for the backstage promos come from the DDT slash TJPW English update page on Twitter. These day and night shows are the final two shows before Cyber Fight Festival on the 6th of June. All right, let's get right into it. So the day show starts off with uh, Sayuri actually making the announcement uh, that for the July 1st edition of TJPW Inspiration, it will be Miu Yamashita versus Mirai Mayumi for or under UWF rules. Now, I have never seen a match with UWF rules, and I'll be honest, I'm not too familiar with what they are. But from what I've gathered, the rules seem to be the two competitors start off with a number of points and. If they do certain things, like maybe like uh you know grab the rope for a rope break, they lose a point, some sort of sim- stipulation like that, and like the only way to win is to either uh pin, submit or have your opponent lose all of their points. very interesting, uh again, I could be wrong, um, but I'm very excited to see that nonetheless, Miyu's great, Mirai's great, and I really like how. I really like these inspiration shows, the idea of them sort of being kind of experimental and allowing uh, wrestlers to have matches uh, that are a lot more different from the usual uh, stuff that we see at TJP. So yeah, very excited for that. Then we had our or, then we had a solo performance by Raku, where she's sang, her entrance theme, marshmallow cacao station. Um, very good stuff. Uh I do wonder though, it's Raku. I feel like she she should have, you know, sang on the night show because, you know, the Oyasomi Express. <laughs> but that's just me. Alright, <laughs> let's get into the matches. <sighs> Got a lot of singles matches to go over. First one, match one, uh, Singles match between Mirai and Mayumi versus Harun and Neko, with Mirai defeating Neko with the Miramare in 8 minutes and 33 seconds. Hi, right, what did you think of this match?
0: I thought it was... Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much this match. And, right. You know, like, it, Mirai, she's very, like, a strong... Heavy lifting fighter while Neko's just her cat shenanigans. So right. yeah, it was a very odd pairing for an opening
1: match. True. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I kinda like the aspect of Neko due to her size and just her being a cat. She was just trying to avoid Mirai uh just rolling out of the way, trying to sneak up yeah. on her. Uh, she does a lot of back rakes, lots of back rates, rakes uh, in this match. Mariah, she overpowers Neko. Uh, but Neko, she does uh, manage to get her down with a sleeper hold. Uh, towards the end, there's a, lots of pin attempts and counters. Eh, kind of a meh opener, to be honest. It was kind of just there. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was kind of cool to see Neko sort of attempt to be like a sneaky cat towards the much larger Mirai, but outside of that, not too much to say here. <laughs> so what did you yeah. rate it? This is probably my lowest rating ever. Oh. Oh, <laughs> so okay.
0: It's one and a half stars.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh I gave this one and three quarters. Oh, so. you
0: you're being nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not my lowest my lowest is actually one and a uh, half, yeah i remember yeah i remember your lowest yeah right, from a different show yeah Alrighty. um yep match two another singles match between now Calcutta versus erisu endo with now defeating erisu with the sheeting kai in eight minutes and 30 seconds another singles match here between now and erisu pretty okay stuff um eris what i really liked about this match is that erisu continues to Sort of build on her recently added offense, you know using the apron to hit the knee drop and applying the sleeper hold uh, while uh, now is in the ropes uh, now it 's always good to see her more devious side as well. She returned to her, kind of pulling on the hair secretly behind her back and like kind of shielding herself uh, from the ref airsu she had multiple drop kicks, but uh uh, now doesn't fall. Uh, now she avoids another one, but falls to an incoming one. Uh, pretty decent power struggle with the trading of power slams. Airsu, uh, she jumped out of the corner, applying the sleeper hold on now, like I said, and tying her up in the ropes. Pretty okay match. Uh,
0: Ty, yeah. what would you say? Um, well, I mean, now I like how she's going back to her aggressive phase, like I prefer that versus the average boring girl that Camille put on her. <laughs> yeah. So, and Arisu, you know I love Arisu, and yeah, you know, she's I great. think she did pretty. Yeah, she did. She did pretty well in this match. Um, still not a win yet,
1: but we're yeah. getting there. Yeah. So, yeah. pretty fine yeah. stuff. I gave this a two and a quarter.
0: I gave this two out of five.
1: Alrighty. Quickly going, match three. Single, another singles match between Marka Kobashi versus Mocha Miyamoto, with Marka defeating Mocha with the guillotine slash front neck lock in six minutes and five seconds. For six minutes, uh, I, I like that this match actually started off quite quick, quite hot. Bunch of chain wrestling, mat grappling to start things off. Uh, decent high speed sequences back and forth between these two. This match was uh, pretty competitive, uh, both hitting their arm drags, their drop kicks, power slams. That's a back and forth between the two. Uh, Marka, at one point, she goes for a pin, but Mocha counters into it like an inside cradle, then hits a rider kick before locking in the abdominal stretch. Yep, For six minutes up, uh, real like Marika and Mocha working at a faster pace, uh, Got pretty competitive times, but otherwise? Pretty all right. Uh, I also gave this two and a quarter.
0: I gave this two and a half. I mean, I'm preparing for Mocha's revenge because eventually she'll get there, but... <laughs> she'll, she'll get I, there. <laughs> I, yeah, but it's pretty sad that it's only six minutes. Like, that's so short <laughs> for her match.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting to see uh, Marka actually get the win with uh, the guillotine, Uh it's yeah. been a while since uh, I believe that she's actually won a match off of that. Of course, they are building uh, Maruka uh, as Hikari, Noah's first challenger to the International Princess title. Um, I have some more thoughts on that when we get to the next show. But uh, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty de- all right stuff. All right, match four, a singles match between Yuki Kamifuku versus Raku with Kamiyo defeating Raku with the famouser Seven minutes, 54 seconds. Beginning of this uh, match, straight off from the bell, Raku just says peace and leaves the ring and uh, proceeds to hide under it. Uh, she also uh, hides behind Kiso while Camille uh, looks for her on the outside. Camille, she pretends to not be able to see her, which <laughs> is the wrong thing to do when you have Raku. <laughs> Sneaking up from behind and eye poking Camille. That was very good. Um, Raku, she faked out a brain chop instead, going for another eye poke. Uh, she attempts the Oyasomi, but Camille, she just straight up gets up and eye pokes her. Lots of eye pokes in this match. Very enjoyed that. Yes. Um, Camille, she, got, or she gained control. She's very aggressive in the corner. Uh, I like Kamiyo kind of putting her own take on the Oyasomi Express, kind of just stepping uh, on um, Raku and even like stepping on her head. Uh, Pretty good sequence with back and forth. Uh, Again, trading of eye pokes. Uh, Kamiyo, she goes for a Famouser, but then um, Raku, she counters and hits the Kageyaki Sling Blade. Yeah, this match was uh, basically a war of eye pokes between these two. Pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, but yeah. again, just not too much to say. Uh, I gave this two and a half.
0: I gave this two and three quarters.
1: righty. Yes. Alright, finally. In our or match five, in our main event. Wow, this might be the quickest uh, we've gotten into a main <laughs> event on a show. We yeah. have uh, a tag match between Once a Million, Mia Yamashita, Maki versus Yuka Sakazaki and our leader Palm Harjuku, with Miyu defeating Palm with the skull kick in 11 minutes and 44 seconds. This match was great.
0: It was. I really liked this match.
1: Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's dive into it. Um, <laughs> beginning of this match, uh, Yuka and Palm, they actually fake out once a million during the handshake by shin-kicking them. So uh, it's always good to see Palm convert um, another person into the Palm Order. Very good. Um, Yuka, she throws uh, Maki and Mew uh, into Palm, who shin kicks them. Uh, very entertaining start. Uh, Palm and Yuka, they start by double teaming Maki with Yuka choking her in the ropes uh, while Palm shin kicks her. Then we had uh, One to Million. Uh, they quickly got the advantage. Mew just Kicking palm uh, while staring at Yuka, I thought that was a pretty nice touch. Building to their match at Cyber Fight Festival, um, I kind of I also like Bu's uh, ceiling uh, during this match. She's just like limping, sl- like slightly somewhat to sell the palm shin kicks. I'm telling you, Tai, they're devastating.
0: Yes, they I are.
1: <laughs> Ash seen in this match by Miyu. Uh Once a million, they work over palm. Uh, again, Miu just keeps staring uh, at Yuka as she hits the gut buster and a backbreaker on Palm. Uh, but there is a, an eventual hot tag to Yuka. She hits triple brain busters on Maki, and Miu breaks it up, and then Yuka just stares at her. I really like the tension oh, between yeah. these two. That we had great sequence between Yuka and Miu. Yuka throws Miu in the corner. Miu goes for the return crush. Uh, Yuka counters and hits the sliding lariat. Uh, then she tries to capitalize after that, but Miyu, she eventually does hit the return crush and then runs the ropes in order to eat a brain buster. Love the back and forth sequences between these two. Uh, Mew, she beats up Palm. Yuka comes in. Mew just <laughs> throws Palm away. And, and Or, sorry, she kicks Yuka away uh Miu, she goes for the attitude adjustment, but Yuga hits a missile drop kick, which allows palm for a crucifix pin for a near fall. Then I really like the spot once a million they go for their elevated headbutt tower spot thing uh, on palm, but yuga she crawls from between Miu's legs and hits a step up Enziguri. really enjoyed that uh Miu she counters palm to justice uh but palm she backwards rolls in uh for a near fall and then miu she just hit big skull kick for the win uh this was very good very fun match here yeah. uh, i love the dynamic between Mew and yuka uh the tension building as well as just great sequences and some pretty uh inventive spots uh throwing a maki and a palm in there as well and you this was a pretty entertaining match <laughs> uh i thought it did a Pretty good job at building uh, my excitement uh, for their uh, match at Saitama. I-, I literally can't wait to see it. So I thought this match was very good. I gave it three and a half.
0: Three and a half? Yeah. I, I gave this four and a quarter. Holy shit! <laughs> what? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I was. I- I wow, did we not have quite that. the we
1: have the, we have quite the scale difference.
0: But. Like, the chemistry between Yuka and Palm was great. And the sequence where Yuka just went
1: into, like, true, angry mode true. against me. It was so,
0: like... It was I'm very entertaining.
1: I'm very conflicted between giving this three and a half and three and three quarters. I feel like I should have watched it, like, at least one more time. Yeah. Uh, so maybe... So may, so, it a bit harsh. <laughs> so, so maybe it's... um. So maybe I do think it's three and three quarters secretly, but uh, I'm just not sure. Uh, I just
0: Gave Still four and a quarter. Like, I thought it was good.
1: <laughs> no, I, th- I thought this was a very good tag match. Um, screw it, fine. We'll do, we'll do three and three quarters. Just, be- just okay. you know, I'll give it the benefit of a doubt. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, um, post-match, Mew, she grabs the mic uh, and says that once a million have won, she says that June 6th is important to her, but also important to you. Uh, she mentions that TJPW's entire roster will participate at the show and that they will do their best so they can shine the brightest. Uh, Maki says that they will make TJPW stand out from DDT, Noah, and Gambare Pro and leave a mark and there's no limit they can do. And we had a couple of backstage comments from Miu and Yuka. Miu says that June 6th will be a huge, important step for TJPW to grow their fan base and take ourselves, or take them, uh, to the next step. She continues saying uh, it was awesome to come back to Basebit Monstar, where uh, TJPW started off. They won, but uh, Miu couldn't pin Yuka. She got her at the right moments, but it also felt that uh, Yuka had scouted her out in other parts. Miu says that Yuka's Uh, sheer power has increased a lot lately, and that she hasn't shown all of what she can do yet. Miu will scout her and kick her at the perfect timing on June 6th, and that she will try to keep her calm in the match. Yuka, she doesn't have much to say to Yamasha other than that she doesn't like her. Uh, Miu, she pisses Yuka off because of her ability to nail people in the head with just her heel. Uh, That being said, Yuka is thankful that they were able to have a show, in oji, before Saitama and says that they couldn't do two shows on the same day if it weren't for their strong following, and she thanks everyone for coming out. And she, that, and she concludes by saying the venue's atmosphere and smell reminds her of the old days. Well, pretty uneventful show. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, um, I gave this whole thing a, a six, only because of that tag match made event. Yeah. Um, pr- pretty cool to see some uh, singles matches uh, dominate the card, but um, yeah, <laughs> pretty I mean, fine. Pretty you would think that um, since you're in the
0: palm order, you would give the tag match a higher score. You're
1: you're really going to do this to me, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in someone who prides themselves in being the palm order, and in Yuka slightly joining
1: for that moment all right fine so. i'll add fine i'll give this like an eight star match okay there, there you go Okay. <laughs> eight stars. i'm kidding okay fine i'll do three and three quarters whatever okay um so, but yeah but uh, i gave the the show five and a half that's fair yeah yeah pretty pretty yeah. uneventful stuff uh yeah besides that main all right let's quickly get into the night show which again happened on the same day okay here we go Beginning of the show, uh, Shoko and Rika actually meet uh, as team captains for the pay-per-view four show uh, that will happen on uh, the 29th of May uh, on Open Rec. Uh, Shoko being the captain of the spring and summer 11 team and Rika as the fall and winter 11 team. Then we had a solo performance uh, by Miu who sang uh, Chocolate Love Me Do, her entrance theme. Very hype. very good performance by her. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we have the matches. All right. Singles match between or match one. We have a singles match between Mizuki versus Airsu Endo. With Mizuki defeating Airsu with the cross face lock. Eight minutes, nineteen seconds. Kind of cool to see Airsu uh, actually uh, wrestling twice on the same day. Uh, unfortunately, she was not. She uh, ended uh, the show with a zero and two. <laughs> Um Ty, what did you think of this match?
0: I thought it was good. Like it was much better than the opener of the last match. So I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know, Misaki always makes things like fun.
1: Right. With yeah. how
0: like spontaneous and jumpy she is. And then Erisu did a pretty good job. I mean, she still, like you said, didn't win. So, but I mean, I feel like Mizuki is a more difficult contender than Mirai.
1: Yeah, so, Mizuki, she's definitely yeah. a completely different style, but also she's got uh, way more, you know, in-ring experience. Yeah, so, yeah. Plus, you know, she didn't wrestle <laughs> hours before. Um, in this match, Mizuki, uh, she got control early on, just stepping on Erisu's head in the corner. Um. She, Mizuki, she goes for like a top-rope crossbody. Erasu uh, counters by just moving out of the way, uh, which causes Mizuki to eat the canvas uh, as Erasu scrambles for the camel clutch. Erasu, she took control, <laughs> hitting the apron knee drop again, uh, but Mizuki later hits a backstabber. Pretty high-paced uh, ending stretch here, uh, multiple pin attempts, uh, but Mizuki, she locked in the crossface, uh, tapping Aresu out. Definitely a lot more uh, foot stomps in this match compared to the one yeah. with... <laughs> now, um, Misaki's personality and expressions, they're always, they're always great. Um, and watching Erasu grow little by little was always cool to see. So, yeah, I gave this two stars.
0: I gave this two and a half.
1: Ready, Match two, we have a singles match between Rika Tatsumi versus Mahiro Kiryu with Rika defeating Mahiro with the figure four in eight minutes and 16 seconds. This match uh, started off with Mahiro uh, striking Rika very aggressively. Um, but what I liked about this match is that it actually kind of had a bit of a story going through it, in that uh, Rika was working over Mahiro's leg, and doing so, kind of played off towards the finish. You know, Rika, she stepped on Mahiro's leg uh, as it hung over the ropes, she slammed it on the apron. Uh, she hit a bunch of dragon screws. <laughs> Pretty uh, interesting moment in this match with Rika or Mahiro somehow uh, ending up on the outside. Rika getting inside the ring and sort of getting the crowd to clap <laughs> and kind of chant ma- or chant uh, Mahiro back inside. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, which I guess this caused uh, Mahiro uh, to come back with a lot more intensity uh, delivering power slams. Uh, but later, Rika locks in the figure four. Uh, she goes for the twist of fate, but Mahiro counters into a side slam. Um, then Rika, she puts the figure four on again, and Mahiro taps. A bit more competitive match than uh, I would have originally thought, which I actually quite liked. Um, as I said, I like how we got a bit of limb-targeting psychology here uh, with Rika going after Mahiro's leg and how it played to the finish. I do think Mahiro was kind of in that last figure four a little bit too long. <laughs> like, I think she maybe could have tapped earlier, but uh, otherwise, yeah. pretty all right, Bell. Uh, I gave this two and a half.
0: I gave this
1: two and three quarters. All righty. Yeah. And then we get to match three... In a singles this match. match. <laughs> a singles match between Hyper Macell versus Notica Tenma. Or Hyper defeated Notica, and I'll just leave it there. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a blow away the May Disease Super Three Falls match. Now that's Midnight. that's a bit that's a bit of a, a mouthful. So yeah. um It's two out of three falls, basically, with a different stipulation uh, for each fall. The first fall uh, is a game of charades or a gesture match uh, where the person who wins a two count pinfall gets the right to give a gesture quiz to Ref Kiso. If Kiso answers right, that person wins. High speed, or okay, Hyper and Notica, they start off with high speed. Uh, with multiple pin attempts, but Hyper does eventually uh, get the two count over Nodoka. Then you just see Palm giving a-, a crowd member a card uh, to pick a sort of theme, uh, which for this one it was purine, or in other words, pudding. <laughs> so Hyper had to gesture pudding. So she goes in the ring and. Ty, what do you think of Hyper Macelle's, um attempt at demonstrating or gesturing Pudding?
0: Did it fail? Because I didn't get what she was <laughs> doing, like at all. I, I didn't understand that, that was Pudding. <laughs> so like, I wouldn't have guessed it was Pudding if she acted that way for straights.
1: Would it surprise you to say that Kiso got it wrong? No, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I I don't know what she was going for because she, like there was like a bit of it where she like falls over. I don't know if she's trying to mimic like a spoon, going in like putting. I don't know. Maybe um, yeah.
0: I mean, I, Kis- like I get the jiggly part. Right.
1: Through, yeah. Like, the little
0: dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Kiso gets it wrong. No. Uh, no point for hyper. Nodoka later gets a two count uh, on her. Uh, person. In the crowd picks a card from Neko, where the theme is Taco or Octopus, uh, in which Notica yes. also gestures. Ty, what did you think of uh, Notica's performance?
0: I think it was a lot better.
1: I, yeah, I first. think this one, yeah. this one, made, more, it, this one yeah, made more sense.
0: I actually understood that it was like an attempt for an octopus.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Kiso got it right. So, yeah. Nodoka wins the first fall. Alright, second fall is a Tojo quiz uh, with basically similar rules to the first one except uh, Koda will ask the person uh, who gets the two count fall a question. They just have to get it right. They win. Uh, but yes. if they get it wrong, um, that same question will be asked to the other person. Oh. So, right. So yeah. Notica gets the pin first and is asked the venue of Rika Tatsumi's debut match. She answers Ooh. Shibuya, which is incorrect. Marcel later gets the two count pin and answers uh, to the same question, Shibuya Entertainment Stage, which ends up being the right answer. She gets the fall, and then the this third fall is very <laughs> was very interesting. A one count match. We're at the beginning. Hypernotica drink. A very uh dark looking uh substance. That turns out to be, and uh, pardon my pronunciation, mo- mozuku mozuku vinegar? Oh. With hypermasao drinking uh, or apparently drinking two cups uh, to notica's one. Tai, have you ever had a mozuku vinegar before? No,
0: I never <laughs> had those. I mean, <clears throat> is it just like regular vinegar or uh,
1: oh, it's apparently- seaweed? Yeah, apparently it's like... Algae. It's, okay. Yeah, apparently it's like seaweed vinegar. Yeah. i not sure how... i not sure how that must have felt. To, I mean, I'm not sure... I mean, you know, we're Western fans, so maybe... I don't know. Uh, is it, like, a thing to drink Mozuku vinegar in Japan? Well, it's a like, thing to eat. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yeah. Because, like, vine- vine- vinegar is usually, like,
1: added, like, as an, ing- an ingredient to stuff. But they just it says downed it. In,
0: it says right here in Okinawa, mozuku seaweed is eaten simply just with vinegar and soy sauce in an
1: appetizer. Interesting. Yeah. Would you have drank in uh, a cup full if you were given the opportunity? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it tastes I, fine, but like by itself, I mean, well, the, idea, the idea of it. Vin- the idea of, like, like you know, chugging vinegar is a bit... Off.
0: Yeah. Who knows, is like I said, this is okay mo- to do, like...
1: <laughs> I want to make it very clear, who knows, this might just be a cultural thing. Us ignorant <laughs> us ignorant Western fans, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hyper, she drank two, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, she just chugged that thing. Yeah, cred- credit to her. Um, but yeah, uh, they drank it, and then... Uh, they had a very intense high-speed sequence until finally Hyper uh, finally gets the final fall with the Magistral. This was uh, an experience to watch for the first time, uh, especially without yes. subtitles, my gosh, or like translations. Um, interesting that this is kind of like Hyper's uh, second use of a, or second use of a sort of two out of three falls stipulation uh this month uh of course the first one being against air uh in uh, a vatch jpw which i believe actually ended up being or ended up voting like best vatch jpw match on twitter which i can yeah. definitely see very entertaining could we see a part three to hyper's madness who knows probably maybe <laughs> uh, but uh this this match was very wacky but still very fun uh, I enjoyed Kiso and sort of the small interactions with the crowd. Entertaining stuff uh, from Hyper Missile once again. And, you know, I enjoy Nodika her little
0: also. games.
1: Like, yeah. They're pretty entertaining to watch. <laughs> Rightly so, yeah. And have paired up with Nodoka, entertaining pair. Pretty fun match. Uh, I didn't give this match a rating because <laughs> I, I don't think I would be able to. Ty, did you give this match yeah, a rating?
0: I don't know how to rate it, though. Like, I would have if it came to it, but <laughs> I didn't know how to come I, across I, it because it didn't, it didn't feel like a wrestling match. It felt like <laughs> a little a com- game show.
1: Yeah, a competition. I, I, wouldn't yeah. sweat too, I wouldn't sweat too much about the rating. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. So, uh, yeah, yeah. this was basically um, a vinegar out of five. We'll say that.
0: Yes. Accurate.
1: Alrighty, match four. We have a singles match between Hikari Noah versus Mocha Miyamoto, with Hikari defeating Mocha with the blizzard in six minutes and 16 seconds. Mocha, another person, uh, wrestling twice on the same day. Bringing up this match, we had a pretty quick uh, chain sequence. Um, There's just a part of this, or there's a bit in this match where I guess a portion of Hikari's ring gear just explodes. As she's thrown in the ropes, um, which is pretty unfortunate. Hikari, um, she took control, uh, hitting Mocha with uh, a flurry of drop dropkicks. Uh, Mocha, she uh, comes back, striking Hikari, but Hikari bounces off the ropes uh, to counter, but runs into a power slam. Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Mocha getting a, a lot of offense toward the end, but Hikari, uh, she got the win. Another quick match for Mocha. <laughs> Interestingly enough. This was pretty fine. Um, Hikari, of course, she got the victory here. Uh, with Mocha boning her intensity towards the end. Ty, what did you think of this match?
0: Well, in my head I was like, welcome to Mocha being beatily, I mean brutally beaten. Match number <laughs> part, part, <laughs> yeah.
1: part two on the same day. Part, part two on the same day.
0: <laughs> like, damn. Per Mocha. But, I mean, Hikari made the match, like, a lot more entertaining than Mocha's first match today. That's so, gotcha. Yeah. So, but I, you know, it, it always feels one-sided with Mocha, which makes me a little sad. Like yeah, it's, gonna be, it,
1: it's gonna be interesting Sorry uh, to cut you off uh, It's gonna be interesting to see Like when she Will get higher up on yeah. the card Cause maybe like TJP has so many Like still Like rookies on their roster And they've added another one um, So it's gonna be interesting To see where Mocha is placed like A year from now, two years from now Like maybe she won't move up the card You know?
0: Wow That'd be sad if she just doesn't move up the card. She stays as the bully victim.
1: <laughs> Hopefully she gets uh, a couple wins for herself. Um, yeah. But she, she is, of course, still very early in her career, so, you know, she's got yeah. time. Um, I gave this uh, two and a quarter stars. I actually gave this three out of five. Really? Because wow.
0: like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is your, is your Hikari-Noah bias coming through, Ty?
0: Um,
1: I if would my, like to
0: say no, but I would be <laughs> kind of lying.
1: If my palm bias was shown through, or eventually gate. <laughs> not in, 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 in the last
0: main event, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I do have some thoughts on, on this. Uh, I, I do... Okay, so I'm not sure if this is completely 100% correct, because the calendar on the TJPW website isn't always correct. like It still has the dates uh, for the show on the 21st. Of course, that didn't happen to the State of Emergency. We have two shows uh, on the 22nd. I could be wrong, but I believe this is the last show. Then we have Cyber Fight Festival, and then we have one more bullet show until... Uh, Mar- or until uh, the Korkin show, which, by the way, I believe is called Additional Attack, uh, which is pretty cool. I do think that they should have used this opportunity to build Hikari and Maruka's international title match at Additional Attack here. Like, yeah. I get it. There was, like, there's not a, like, we're building to a bigger show, but outside of one bullet show, this is, like, they're like only opportunity, like few opportunities to build this match. And but they both went against Mocha. right? They they kind of just beat the same person, and it was Mocha yeah. out of all people. Like, yeah, if that's the know, case, right? I, I think there was a very missed opportunity here to like at least give some so- sort of interaction between Hikari and Marka. Maybe perhaps yeah. the Day Show. Have Hikari walk out just watching uh Marka or on this show, Marka can sort of like crash the ring uh while Hikari is celebrating and maybe cut a promo with her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hik-
1: Hikari and Marka, they kinda just beat up Mocha and then I mean, I hope that they build more towards like Bullet Show prior to that show, but it's just you know, there's not much going on for these two shows and Maybe that's a result of, you know, plans changing. Uh, they had to reschedule, but even then, just have that small interaction. Just have Hikari, Marka build up that match. But they kind of just beat the same person. So. And Mocha. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know she's, like,
0: with a big disadvantage at this point, but... And they, they both, both beat her in like, like six, yeah.
1: six minutes. So it's like, that doesn't really add to my excitement for their match, you know? There's not enough tension between them. Right. Yeah. So may- maybe we'll, we'll see something at Cyber Fight Festival or the next bullet show before additional attack. But I, I really do think that there was a missed opportunity here. Alrighty. um, Match. Five In our main event, we have a tag team match between Shoko Nakajima, Yuki Aino versus Miyu Watanabe and Suzume with Aino defeating Suzume with the Venus DDT in 14 minutes, 33 seconds. I, what did you think of this main event? I
0: thought it was pretty good. I favored the last main event over this one. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, but it was pretty good. Um I like the exchanges between Shoko and It was very fast-paced, and also her against Miyu. But Miyu was really uh, heavy-hitting in this match. Like I felt, like I think I mentioned to you that Miyu and Shoko felt felt like equal when fighting in this match, in, in terms of like their power and ability. So, I know one, it definitely an experience beats the other, but they kind of felt the same. So, I think Mia could be, like, one of the top ones if she really, she really tried. She can get there.
1: Well, we've seen her in the main event before, and she delivered yeah. in it. So, yeah. maybe, maybe in the future. Um, I thought this was a pretty good tag match. Um, Shoko and Aino, they work over Suzume. Uh, they even kind of, like, lift her and swing her into the ring post. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the beginning. Um, Suzume, they she hot- ha- They Like, they paused. And then they redid it. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to figure out, like, hey, what, do, what, what is our goal here? <laughs> of <Total laughs>
0: deal.
1: Um, uh, Suzume, she hot-tags to Miu. Miu takes down Shoko. Uh, she lifts Aino into the pendulum backbreaker. Um. Nice double-team offense uh, with Aino and Shoko. Uh, Aino, she kind of, like, launches let, or Shoko's legs into Miu in the corner. Um, Shoko, she goes for the Frankensteiner, but Miu catches her and counters into the giant swing. Uh, pretty good sequence here with Miu countering the 619, uh, only for Shoko to swing and hit a Casadora and then hit the 619 successfully. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Yes. Um, there's a double hot tag. Uh, we have back and forth between Aino and Suzume. Um, Aino, she misses a top rope attack, which, which allows Suzume to counter with a springboard facebuster, and then a top rope crossbody for a near fall. Um, Aino, she locks in the full Nelson, but Mew makes the save. Then Suzume, uh, with a sudden burst, uh, going for a schoolboy uh, on Aino, but Aino stands her ground in order for Miu to hit her with the softball axe handle for a near fall that is just barely broken up by Shoko. Thought that was pretty good. Shoko, she hits a tope suicida to Miu on the outside. And then uh, Aino picked, uh, hit the Venus deity uh, for the victory. Pretty good tag match. Uh, Shoko and Aino, great paired together. Suzume, she had her moments and Miu looked strong. Yes. So yeah, uh, post-match... Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I gave this uh, three and a quarter.
0: I also gave this three and a quarter.
1: I mean. Ah, so we d- we, we
0: Wait, do wait, 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 three, three and three quarters. Sorry. Uh, oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, okay, well, all we stuff.
0: Yeah, which is okay. how you rated the last match, the last main event.
1: I gave this three and a quarter. <laughs> I, I did I okay. think we can both agree with like the day shows made event was definitely a lot stronger. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense because you know it ha- it has or it, it's building towards um that big match at Cyberfight Fest. So yeah. Post match, I know says how they were supposed to be in Osaka, but they were still able to run shows in OG. Shogo says that this was the last show with an audience before Cyberfight Festival, and that she's thankful that the entire roster of TJPW gets to fight in Saitama Super Arena. She continues, uh, saying that they will do their best regardless of the venue, but this is the perfect opportunity to show that TJPW is ready for any venue against any other promotion. Then Aino ends off the show saying to go to uh, Saitama together and show them that TJPW is the best. She was uh, at the day show earlier, uh, not because of Raku's solo performance, definitely not, totally not, uh, but because of the uh, awesome crowd for both shows, so that was the show or the night show. I also gave the show a six out of ten. Me too. Yeah, I think overall it was better uh, in ring wise and, uh, outside of the uh, you know the day show's main event, um, and also that <laughs> that hyper missile match was very very entertaining. Yes. but um, I-, I do have to say like. I seriously think it was a missed opportunity for uh, Hikari and Maruka to build up their international title match. And also, I feel like this is the last show uh, until uh, Cyber Fight Festival. I feel like the main event of this show should have been swapped with the main event uh, on the day show. So the last TJBW show, the last match you see is that final showdown between uh, Miu and Yuka before their title match. Yeah, so yeah, you know, kind of okay. These couple two shows, um, Bad vinegar match, entertaining. <laughs> can't wait. For, <laughs> can't wait to watch uh, more of Hyper's tricks if she has any. Alrighty, so those are the two shows that uh, we were gonna review for this episode. But we, before we end this episode, we will preview. Uh, all of the TJPW matches for Cyber Fight Festival. Uh, I believe that show has like 13 matches, but uh, only four of them belong to TJPW. So uh, let's go talk about them. First yes. one is a pre-show 10-woman tag between Mirai Mayumi, Suzume, Ersu Endo, Harnaneko, Moka Miyamoto, versus Mahiro Kiryu, Naokakida, Pam Harajuku, Raku and X, a mystery person. Ty, I've got two questions for you. Yes. One, who do you think will be X? And two, who do you think will win?
0: Hmm. Uh, I think I know X it might be
1: Riho. Think Riho
0: possibly? Yeah. That's that's my guess. Because she I seems de- the most fitting, like for something like that.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, maybe it's another uh, Joshi wrestler from a different promotion. Uh, maybe, maybe like yeah. maybe like Ice Ribbon or like I don't well I don't know if like <laughs> they have connections to DT or, or maybe but it's what like about a, freelance, like a freelancer. Freelancer. Um, it could be, I guess. Like, uh, yeah, that
0: that's uh, always like a possibility.
1: Yeah, it could be a f- any freelancer, really. Um, yeah. Um, or Yuna. Hard to- Yeah, Yuna say. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if either of those are already on the card already, but uh, in-, in case they aren't, then I could definitely see those two being uh, the X's as well as Riho.
0: Yeah. Well, I just say ten- Riho because I wanted to be Riho.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> love of Riho, yes. Um, yeah. Ten women. This is going to be a very chaotic match to see. <laughs> um, trying to figure out how everyone kind of gets their spots in um, as for the team who win um, you know they've got a lot the of winner, people that can I feel like we'll all, need the X the X's team? yeah yeah, yeah I can see that
0: yeah
1: yeah they, yeah they got a good amount of people on the other team that could be pinned so yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Alright, and then we have a six-woman tag between Maki Ito, Mark Gobashi, and Kamiyo versus Hikari Noah, Mizuki, and Yuki Arai. This, of course, is going to be Yuki Arai's second um, TJPW match um, since her her, you know, not counting her previous DDT stuff. Um, Interesting little match that we've got set here. We have, of course, Marka Kobashi going against Hikari Nawa. So I expect build up to their title match yeah. there. But we also have uh, Maki Ito versus Yuki Arai. That match at uh, Yes Wonderland, it's clear that Arai, possibly her goal is to go after Ito. That's what Ito is inviting her to do. So I expect them to go quite at it in this match.
0: I guess there's a battle between who's the cutest of all the land.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Ito-chan wins 100% <laughs> of the time. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Um... I think... I feel like Ito, or Maki's team, could yeah, take this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, maybe Hikari could probably pin... The top I uh, Camille, Camille, because, you know, she's already done it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a champion, so she, she has the qualifications, too. Very interesting I think
0: interesting. the odds We're, are for Ito. Like, yeah. Ito's team.
1: That's it. I'm, I'm going to... It's very interesting to see what's going to happen in this match, and I'm looking forward to seeing Yuki Uri again. Yeah. Like, that's kind of crazy. That's like... This is like her second match... And she's already on such a big. She's gonna be on such a big stage.
0: I know. It's gonna be
1: like, we'll it's see how she does. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I said uh, at the start of this episode, like, I, I'm not sure what her like situation is with like her idol work and like her being yeah. available for TJPW. So, gonna be interesting to see them less. Alrighty, then we have a three way tag match between. Hirake Kiyome, Hyper Masao, and Shoko Nakajima versus Bakuretsu Sisters, Notika Tenma, Yugi Aino, versus Daydream, Rika Tatsumi, and Miyu Watanabe. Uh, the fact that I feel like <laughs> the big match for TJPW is going to be Miyu versus Yuka makes me think that Shoko and Hyper Masao are going to win. Yeah. Do you think this match will be... Uh, a comedy match
0: yes if it has hyper in it and shoko <laughs> next door you're you're asking for a nice entertaining
1: i think this could i think this could be a really good match with some yeah great comedy like intertwined in it so very interested um i'm going with kiraki kyome
0: as the winners yeah yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. And finally, the big match. Singles match for the Princess of Princess title. Mia Yamashita, current champion, three-time holder, defending against Yuka Sakazaki. They took the title off of Rika to give Miu this spot. I don't think we're getting a title change.
0: Yeah, me neither. is gonna win yep unless <laughs> this, unless they really do do her journey as well <laughs> like they're just going to streak here
1: no they can't do that there's no way yeah yeah i say that I say that and yuka wins um <laughs> you know, I, I i I expect Miu to retain here uh it's gonna be a hell of a match for sure uh oh yeah. just from that pre the like what we saw in that uh main event tag and Miyu, yuka, they have that history you now. Yes, their story has already been told, but they know each other. They have that chemistry. This is gonna be a fantastic match, I think, and I'm looking very forward to it. So, up, uh, yeah. All righty, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Crash Rabbit Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Crash Pod. Well, uh, Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and a bunch of other platforms. Our upcoming yes. episode will be on Pay-Per-View 2 and Pay-Per-View 3 months later uh, <laughs> since they happened. So this is going to be a very interesting <laughs> episode. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, going to record that. Can't wait uh, for Cyberfight Festival. Ty, do you have anything else to say?
0: Well, I'm just excited for cyber fight as well.
1: Alrighty. And with that, my name is Robbie. This is Dai. This has been the Crash Rabbit Pod, the podcast dedicated to exploring the magical world of Tokyo Joshi. Talk to you guys later in episode 15.